Welcome to Starting the Conversation, the podcast which uncovers what it really looks like to run a business, show up online and do your own thing. If you haven't been introduced before, hello, my name's Alice. I'm a digital marketing coach based in the UK and I'm also the host of this podcast. There's nothing I enjoy more than talking about the unspoken sides of being an entrepreneur and sitting down in conversation with others who get it. We all know how running a business and being self-employed can very often be a lonely and consuming experience. So it's my intention at these episodes, bring a bit of encouragement and community to what you're doing. In today's episode, I'll be talking all things intentions in the first episode of 2019. So if you're ready to find out how I did at sticking to my 2018 intentions and discover my process of setting and attempting to stick to my 2019 ones, then keep on listening. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 43 of Starting the Conversation. And most notably, welcome to the first episode of 2019 here on the podcast. I think that's very exciting. New year, big stuff. I've already written the date wrong about three times today. So that's about how well I'm adjusting to the change. But if you're listening to this on the day it's coming out or around the date, which for context is the 3rd of January, I hope you are good. I hope your Christmas and New Year's, whatever it looked like, was good. I hope you spent time with the people you love, eating good food, reading books, not doing a whole lot else and just having a bit of a rest. If you follow me over on Instagram, you might have seen I posted a blog post yesterday titled The Christmas Diary of an Instagramless, newly single and slightly burnt out me. And it was a daily diary that I actually started writing just for myself as an outlet to share what I was thinking and feeling and doing whilst I was off work and off social media. But I ended up deciding to post it because I thought I probably wasn't the only one who had a slightly mixed bag of a Christmas break. And hopefully others would find some amusement or comfort in it and I'm very glad to say that the response has been so much better than I could have ever hoped. I'm so glad that others have realised that they're not the only one who maybe had a bit of a teary moment on Christmas Day or that it wasn't just them who felt like their Christmas wasn't quite measuring up to everyone else's on Instagram. So I will link that in the show notes if you fancy a bit of a read. It's just a very honest and probably slightly raw insight into my very ordinary, overall lovely but at times slightly tragic Christmas break. So I'll link that in the show notes if you fancy a nosy. But it's a new year, 2019. I don't know how you're feeling about it. I am easing myself back into work ever so slightly. I don't feel quite ready to be sat at my desk all day and doing quite on quite proper work just yet. I am clinging on to as much of the Christmas spirit as I can. I absolutely loved doing nothing eating leftovers dipped in hummus and reading for a week. So I'm a bit sad to say goodbye to that, but if you're fully back at work, big props to you. I am just about easing myself back into it and I'm sure by next week I'll be back in the zone. So apologies if today's episode is a little bit jumbly in terms of my words because I haven't recorded one of these in a couple of weeks and I have actually tried to record this episode about three times already and I just can't do it right. So let's hope if you're listening to this, I've nailed it on this take. So let's talk today's episode, which is all about intentions. Now I know you're thinking, Alice Benham, you are a walking cliche. Everyone is talking about New Year's resolutions, goals, intentions, whatever you want to call it at this time of year. And yes, they are. And yes, I'm adding to that conversation because as someone who would say they're quite strategic and long-term in their thinking and big on vision, intention setting is something that I hugely value. 
Any excuse in the calendar for me to sit down, set some intentions and get my head in gear, you best believe I'm there. Whether it's the start of the week, first of the month, start of a quarter, or in this case, start of a year, I love any reason to sit down and coincide my intention setting with something in the calendar. Obviously, you can do this at any time of year, but I think there is something slightly motivating about a new year or a new week or a new whatever else. So, let's talk intentions. In today's episode, I'm gonna be sharing the intentions that I set for my business in 2018, last year. I'm gonna give you a bit of an update on how I did on those, but mainly I'm gonna talk about the intentions that I've set for my personal life and my business in 2019, which is this year. I keep saying next year, but 2019 is now, it is this year. And also give you some tips for not only setting intentions, which are a good fit for your life and your business, but also in ensuring that those intentions are attainable and sustainable and that you put things in place to actually make sure they happen. Because there is so much noise this time of year about goal setting and dreaming big. But the reality is it's all hot air unless we do something to make sure that they actually happen. I think we've all been guilty of setting New Year's resolutions which are failed by the 5th of January. So let's make this year the year that we set intentions which are not only in the right kind of direction for our business and our personal life and where we want to go, but also things that are actually attainable and which we can end the year being like, man, boss that. I nailed that. So let's get into it. I'll start by telling you a bit more about the intentions that I set for my personal life and my business last year. Now to give you a bit of context, which you might already know if you've listened to other episodes, but if this is your first episode, I'll give you a bit of a roundabout summary of 2018 in my business. I started the year with something resembling a business ish, which was feeling a lot like a failure. I didn't really know where I was going with anything. I didn't have a ton of clients. I was financially kind of unstable within my business. I wasn't getting a ton of traction in terms of having an audience or getting eyes on things I was creating or people being interested in things that I was launching. I just was so unsure of where to go or even if my business was to carry on or whether it was the right idea. Fast forward to the end of 2018 and I ended it with a business that I'm incredibly proud of with coaching packages and products and launches under my belt which have been a success and gone well. Um, I've now got a kind of financial security within my business. I'm booked up with clients. I have now a community, not just in terms of people that follow me and connect with my content, but in actual people who I'm connected with and friends with because of what we do. But obviously from that point from A to B, there was a lot going on. 2018 was a full on year and I do not use that phrase lightly. It was full of a lot of stuff, a lot of building, a lot of trying, a lot of ideas, a lot of failures, a lot of successes, a lot of risks and a lot of hard Hard work. So actually the intentions that I set at 2018, I'm really glad they were as broad as they are because actually I needed the space and the flexibility to really figure out where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do and what the year was going to look like because at the start of 2018, I didn't know. I wasn't thinking, okay, I want my business to look like this by the end of the year because quite frankly, I didn't even know if my business was going to make it through the first six months, let alone a year of it. So first, let me show you the personal intentions I set at the start of the year. I set my intentions um, for two categories, personal and business, very simple. I like to keep things simple so that I can actually remember them um, and not overcomplicate them just for the sake of it. So I set two personal intentions and two business intentions at the start of last year. I'm already bored of saying the word intentions, so I apologize to you because I'm gonna say it a lot more. 
But in terms of my personal intentions, I had two. The first of which was to read a book a week. And the second of which was to be more thoughtful to the people around me. Now, read a book a week. I know what you're thinking. That's quite a lot. And let me give you some context. When I set this, I hadn't read a book in about six months. So in 2017, I probably read two books. So classic me, overachiever and overambitious, was sat there thinking, yeah, I'm gonna read 52 books this year. The kind of underlying goal of that was just to get myself to fall back in love with reading because I knew it was something that I really could enjoy and found very relaxing and kind of as an escape from work. Um, so although I ended the year kind of numerically not meeting that goal, I actually ended up finishing 19 books last year. So not even kind of halfway achieved a book a week. But although the numbers don't kind of seem like a success, it achieved exactly what I wanted it to do, which was to make me fall back in love with reading and get me in a routine where reading is a really big part of my life. And actually now I am at a point where I read a book a week. So I would see that as a success. I'm a big believer in letting goals be flexible and actually attainable and being kind to yourself. Because actually when we set an intention, we're not necessarily saying I want to do this immediately right away. Really what we're saying is in six months time, in nine months time, in a year's time, I wanna have this as a regular part of my life. So I ended 2018 at the point of reading a book a week. So I'd put a tick next to that one. And then the other personal intention that I set at the beginning of last year was to send thoughtful cards slash gifts. It's actually one of my favorite things to do and something that I would always be like, oh, I wish I had time to do that or I wish I could remember to do that. And I kind of just sat at the start of 2018 and thought, okay, I'm just gonna force myself to do it. So I made an effort every single week of thinking of one person that I wanted to reach out to, whether it was a friend or a family member or someone that I hadn't spoken to in a while and either sending them a thoughtful text, sending them a card in the post, Amazon, Amazoning? Is that a verb? Amazoning? No. Sending them something from Amazon that I knew they'd like. Just doing very small things which didn't take much of my time or my money to be more thoughtful and be kinder to the people in my life. And that was something that I did succeed in doing and again is now part of my kind of everyday lifestyle. Something that actually I don't need to set as an intention anymore because it's just something that I naturally do. So again, a big tick on that one. Now onto the business intentions that I set at the start of 2018, which you've probably heard me talk about a little bit on this podcast already because I'm so glad that the January 2018 me set these intentions. I'm like, girl, you're smashing it. I love you. Because these intentions genuinely made such a difference to my business this year. When I say this year, I mean last year. It still feels like 2018 to me. <laughs> the first intention I set for 2018 was to be consistent with content. Again, if you think back to where my business was at at that point, I didn't have this podcast. I was very sporadically sending out emails to a very unengaged email list. I was posting on my blog probably every two weeks as and when I could be bothered to force myself to write something. And I wasn't really talking about anything business focused on my Instagram. And if I did, it wasn't getting any form of engagement or traction. And I realized at the start of 2018, I'm telling all these other people how important it is to be consistent with content and what a difference it's gonna make in their businesses, but I'm not doing it for myself. So I thought, okay, it's gonna take up some time. It's probably not gonna show me a return on investment right away, but I need to be consistent with my content. I knew it was one of the biggest ways that I would grow a community and get myself out there. So I said to myself, I'm gonna be consistent with my blog and I'm gonna be consistent with my emails. 
That was what I said to myself at the start of the year. Now that changed a lot throughout the year. The reason that I like setting fairly flexible and broad goals and intentions is so that they can be flexible with what I'm experiencing. So you might know that I no longer write blogs. I write them very sporadically as and when I really want to, but it's not part of my content plan. I don't enjoy writing them. They're just not something that works for me. So in February of 2018, I launched this podcast and again, went on a journey of figuring out how to create consistently. I started off doing two episodes a week, realised that burnt me out, then took a few weeks off every now and again and I'm now at a place where I post every single week on this podcast and send an email out every two weeks to my email community. And that is something that I'm incredibly proud of to end 2018 saying, yeah, I did that. I may have made some mistakes, I may have failed a bit and fallen a bit, I may have missed a few blog posts or podcasts, which is what they are now, um, along the way, but I did it. I actually ended 2018 having posted 51 things onto my website, so that's 51 blogs and or show notes, um, and sending out, I think it ended up being a total of 30 emails to my mailing list. So those to me are figures that I'm incredibly proud of and I love looking at my content kind of spreadsheet where I can look at all of that at bird's eye view and be like, yeah, I did a thing, I posted things, I shared things, I made things. And just as I talk about the same with investments, as soon as I started creating this content consistently, as much as at first it took up time that I could be doing other things, now the time that it takes up is so productive for my business. Example would be this podcast. When I first started making this podcast, it didn't have listeners, it didn't have an audience, it wasn't serving my business, but now it's at a place where it serves my business so well that the time that I spend planning and recording and doing everything else that it takes to make these podcasts happen is so worth it. It works in terms of the big picture of my business. And that was kind of the underlying goal of 2018 when it came to my content was to get all my content to a place where it was serving my business and not taking time, but actually making money for my business. Sometimes we create and think that it's a chore, but when you're creating intentionally and creating the right stuff for the right people, it doesn't take time out of your business, it puts money and it puts community and it puts traction into your business. So that would be one that again, I'd put a big tick next to as to did that one. Again, now I'm in a routine of it, so I'm just gonna carry it into 2019. The second and final intention that I set for my business in 2018, which is one that I've harped on about on this podcast, oh so much this year, was to get in community. Again, rewind to 2018, January me, I was isolated, I just experienced six months of burnout, I didn't know anyone else who did what I did, and I just felt so alone. I think when you're alone, it has such a bigger impact than you think. It meant that whenever I came across a problem, I thought the whole world would stop turning and that everything was ruined. Whenever I had a question, I had to try and error it as opposed to just ask someone else. And there was just never anyone there in, for encouragement or inspiration or just a reminder that I wasn't the only one. So I've talked about it a lot in this podcast. I started going to events, I joined membership groups, um, I was more brave with reaching out to people. I made this podcast. I just did a ton of things which would get me in community and I'm so, so grateful that I did that. I genuinely believe my business would not be where it is right now if I hadn't have gotten community. It's one of those things that doesn't seem super tangible and it actually was an interesting goal for me to set for someone who was making um, practically no money in their business. It probably would have seemed sensible at the time to make a goal that was around that. But actually me making the goal of getting in community subconsciously and as a result of has got my business to a place where it's 
financially profitable and it's successful and it's doing great stuff. But actually for me, getting in community was almost the foundation layer of that. So big tick again next to that intention. I'm so glad that 2018 January me made that happen. So as you can hear from all of those things, 2018 was a fairly big year in my business. There was a lot of building because my business was literally nothing at the start of the year and something at the end of it. What was in between that was a lot of stuff, a lot of new, a lot of launches, a lot of successes, a lot of failures, a lot of risks, a lot of hard work, a lot of newness. And that probably makes sense now when I say that for 2019, my intention overall is to be deeper, not wider. What I mean by that is that 2018 was incredible in terms of doing more. I launched my coaching packages, I launched this podcast, I launched Gather and Grow, I launched my email list, I launched an Insta story challenge, I did stuff, I launched new things, I created, I put more into my business, I built kind of the layers of what my business was. And now when I walk into 2019, I'm at a place where all the bricks that make up my business are things that I love. Love this podcast, love Gather and Grow, love my coaching, love the content that I create. I don't have a desire right now to do more. I don't have a desire in 2019 to launch new things and add to those building blocks. But what I do have a desire to do is to grow the reach of the things that I'm already doing and establish them in a deeper way. I don't wanna do more, I wanna do more with what I'm already doing. So that's where that kind of deep, not wide analogy comes from. And actually my intentions for both my personal and my business life this year can be summed up within three words. Being kind, being sustainable, and being established. Now those were words that really sprung to me when I begin to began to write down, sorry, for my personal and my business life, what I really wanted 2019 to hold, I realized that those words kept coming up. Kindness, being sustainable and being established. And actually they're pretty evenly spread over both my personal and my business intentions. So before I get into telling you a bit more about how I set intentions and kind of how to do that in the best way, let me just share with you the intentions that I've set for my personal and business life this year. Now again, these are things that are fairly broad. I'm quite, um, I was about to say, I'm quite intentional about setting intentions. I've said intentional or intentions too many times already. Um, I'm very conscious about setting intentions which are broad, not in the sense of, you know, I can just say that I've done it when I haven't really, because it's not that measurable, but broad in the sense of however my business changes, which I don't know right now how it will, the things can adapt to that. I don't want to almost pigeon my, pigeon myself? <laughs> Pigeonhole myself. Um, is that even a phrase? I don't want to pigeonhole myself. I don't think that is. I don't wanna um, force myself in a direction that doesn't feel right just because I set it as an intention at the start of the year. So these things, I'm gonna talk a bit more about later about how I break them down into slightly more actionable and kind of target-based intentions. But let's start with my personal life. And for both my personal and my business intentions, I've come up with one sentence which really sums up what the overall intention is. I've got three for each this year. So three personal, three business, and a sentence to sum them up. So for personal, the summing up sentence is to be a kind person to myself, to my people, and to the environment. This is one that you may think sounds a bit fluffy, but to me, it's something that I am really, really keen to feature in my 2019. I know it's pretty classic, isn't it? 
new year, new me, I'm gonna eat healthy, I'm gonna be kinder to myself, I'm gonna do all these things. And I'm guilty of, in the past, setting myself those kinds of new year's resolutions. Telling myself that I was gonna eat better or exercise more. But the reality was I was never doing those from a perspective of being kind to myself. I was doing them because I wanted to look a certain way or I didn't feel good about myself or I was punishing myself. But actually for me, being a kind person this year looks like loving myself, loving people and loving the environment even more than I already do. So the first way that I'm going to do that, which is about loving myself, is to exercise twice a week and be more conscious about how I eat. Now you might be sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, exercising twice a week is nothing. I exercise four times a week or 78 times a week or however many times a week. Um, That's not enough. I get it, probably. I need to exercise more than twice a week. But right now, I exercise zero times a week. So for me, setting an intention that is attainable and I can reach, have that good feeling that I've reached and then grow from there is so much better than setting a big one, which is probably gonna demotivate me because I just don't think I can do it. So for me, exercising, moving more, doing more, just getting outside and, you know, exercising, I know is gonna have a big impact on myself. And then the other thing within that is to be more conscious about what I eat. Don't know about you, I work from home, I eat all day, every day. I just sit at home and I'm just like inhaling food. I'm so subconsciously eating all of the time. I don't necessarily eat really rubbish food, but I'm just eating a lot. I can't really remember the time that I last felt really hungry. And I think I've kind of lost consciousness of how I eat and that's something that I want to take control of this year and for me taking control of my exercise and my food this year isn't about taking control of how I look or how I feel about myself it's just because I really understand a link between my personal being um, being sustainable and what I do for my body I've burnt out before and one of the biggest reasons that I burnt out was because I wasn't taking care of myself When you work crazy, crazy hours and don't sleep very much, you need to make sure you're feeding yourself enough and exercising enough to look after your body. At the moment, when I ended 2018, I was feeling a bit burnt out because I wasn't exercising, I wasn't eating very well, I was hardly sleeping and I was overworking. And to me, you can probably have like two of those things, but I literally had all four and I was like, okay, reality check. I need to be kinder to myself. I need to do more to look after my body. I've only got one of it. I wanna be good to it. So that's my first personal intention of 2019. The second personal intention of 2019, which is about being kind to my people, is being carried on from last year's one, which is to send a card every single week. I have a card collection, and I realize saying that, half of you will probably think I'm really weird, and half of you will probably envy the card collection, because there is nothing I love more than shopping for cards and paper chase or online and sending them off to people and knowing that they're having a little bit of joy put through their mailbox. So that's something that I wanna do this year, is send a card every single week to friends, to family, to my grandparents, because I love my grandparents and I probably don't say it enough, um, to people that I work with, to people who are on my team, to clients, to people that I just enjoy talking to online. I just wanna be a bit more thoughtful and send a bit more love this year. So that for me is the second one, which is themed around being kind to people. The third personal intention of this year, which is about being a nice person and being kind to the environment, is to replace all of my cosmetics with vegan and reduced plastic alternatives. Now, my sustainability in terms of the environment is something that I've become a lot more conscious of towards the end of 2018. 
I actually did a week where I went plastic free and doing that almost jolted me to the reality of just how much waste I was creating and almost made me so much more conscious of my impact on the environment. And I think it's very easy when we begin to think about sustainability and our impact on the world to feel really overwhelmed by all the different things we could or should be doing. The reality is where I cannot do all of the things. I cannot switch to an electric car whilst going completely plastic free, whilst using only vegan products, whilst not buying from any high street stores, etc., etc. That's completely unattainable to do that all at once. So I've cut it down. I thought, okay, what's probably the biggest thing that I can change? And for me, it's the products that I use. It's my toothpaste and my shampoo and my conditioner and my moisturizer. So something that I've set for myself this year in terms of being kinder to the environment is to replace everything I use in terms of cosmetics with vegan or reduced plastic alternatives. So if you have any good suggestions, I have no plastic free shops near me. So online shopping is probably the way to go and I love to support small businesses. So do let me know any suggestions with that. But that for me is a third intention based around that idea of being kinder to the environment. So those are my three personal life intentions for this year. And again, in a minute, I'm gonna break down actually how I'm making attainable goals that are gonna make sure that those intentions happen. But moving on to my business intentions, which is probably what you're a bit more interested in, um, and definitely one that I have worked hard to put together. I initially came up with like 10 intentions and I was like, okay, this is too much, I need to cut this down. So I've got it down to three. Um, and the whole sentence, which again, sums up my business intention for 2019, is to create a more established, sustainable and streamlined business. I love those three words. I feel like they're so like power words, you know? Established, sustainable, streamlined. They make me feel professional and fancy. So again, I break in this, break in? I have broken, not broken. I have broken this one down into three um, kind of intentions within it, within my business. So the first one, which is almost carrying on from something that I've really seen growth in in my business in 2018, is to outsource and automate more and get to a place where I'm not doing any of the tasks that I don't need to do. If you listen to my episode where I talked about the best investments that I've made in my business in 2018 last year, you'll have heard that actually investing and automating, investing? <laughs> you'll have heard that outsourcing and automating was a huge part of the investments that I made, both with my finances and also with my time. I began to see real growth by me giving away the tasks that I didn't need to do and giving myself more space, A, to rest and B, to do the things that I really love and I'm really good at. So one of the things that I wanna do this year as I get more disposable income within my business is not to save that money or to pay myself more, but actually to invest in my business in terms of team and automation. So I'm taking small tests, small <laughs> can't talk. I'm taking small steps now to make that happen, but I really want to be at a place by the end of 2019 where unless a task needs to get touched by me, which obviously would be my coaching and recording this podcast and writing my newsletters and a few other things that obviously need to be me, all the other tasks involved in my business are either automated, so therefore involve kind of minimal work or are outsourced. So that's one that I'm excited to delve into and really excited to begin to see the fruit from because I've in a really small way seen how amazing outsourcing can be and I cannot wait to grow that even more this year. The second intention that I've set for my business this year is to get to a place where I'm sustainable with both my finances and my workload. Now obviously that's kind of two in one, but sustainability again, in terms of the environment, is something that I'm passionate about within my business as well. I think because I experienced burnout, 
And I realized how important it is to build a business that is not just successful, but also sustainable. It's something that I'm really passionate about focusing on this year. Obviously, I'm really grateful to be starting 2019 with a business that I love, but I'm almost so, so conscious and almost a bit scared that I won't make it sustainable and it's gonna stop. I am one of those people who can't really enjoy a success because I'm then worried that it's not gonna carry on or that it's suddenly gonna stop. So for me, something that I really wanna do this year is get more sustainability within my business. So within my finances, what that looks like is having a really regular income, an income that I can rely on and get my savings within my business to a place where I know that I can pay myself three to six months in advance and I don't have to be worrying month by month, but kind of everything is logged backwards, if that makes sense. Um, and in terms of my workload, I wanna get to a place by the end of this year where I'm taking proper time off really regularly, where I can take breaks from work without a ton of work having to be done for that, where I stop at a certain time every single night and I don't work into the night. And when my weekends are super sacred, which to be fair at the moment, I don't really work weekends, but I just wanna end 2019 being like, yes, my business is so sustainable, I'm not overworking, I'm not gonna burn out, everything is good. And on that point of sustainability within my finances, I have gone through a whole shift this year, last year, this year, I keep thinking it's 2018. I went through a whole shift in 2018 of becoming more conscious of how money worked within my personal and my business life. So if you wanna know a bit more about that, I love talking about money. It's actually one of the most downloaded episodes, I think because it's about such a taboo topic. That's episode number 28. So go and have a listen to that if you haven't already and you wanna know a bit more about how I approach particularly separating my money in my business and my personal life. The third intention I've set for my business this year is to establish what I'm doing within my industry. So like I said, 2018 was full of more, it was full of doing. I particularly, and when I'm talking about establishing what I'm doing, I'm talking about this podcast, I'm talking about Gather and Grow, the workshop retreat that I've just launched, I'm talking about my coaching, and just generally myself as an expert in my field. Whilst I have built all these things and they're ready to go, I now wanna work on establishing them. And what establishing them looks like is getting more eyes on them and growing the impact that they have and leveling them up so that they're even better and even more effective in what they are doing. So obviously that one contains a few different things within it, but it's something that I'm really keen to see this year. It's in that kind of theme of going deep, not high or wide. Um, wait, is that what I said? Yeah, going deep, not wide, and actually focusing on strengthening what I'm already doing as opposed to doing more and putting more things out there, actually looking at what's already there and giving my time and effort into establishing that even more. So those are my three business intentions for this year. So number one, outsource slash automate tasks that I don't need to do. Number two, be sustainable with my finances and my workload. And number three, establish what I'm already doing within my industry. So you might think, okay, cool, good to know your things. I'm probably now thinking about my things. Tell me a bit more about how I can create these intentions for myself. Glad you asked that question, although you probably didn't. Here are a few tips that I would give you for goal, set goal setting, slash intention setting, slash you know, resolution setting, whatever you wanna call it. We've all got different words for it, but it's all the same thing. My biggest, biggest tip, that was my dog shaking and I cannot be bothered to edit that out because I've already recorded this episode about five times today. Um, my biggest tip is to ask yourself, why are you setting it? 
I love the question why. Sometimes it annoys me because if I can't answer it or if I'm answering it with the wrong answer, I get frustrated. But it's a really good question for weeding out the intentions which really don't fit into the big picture. As I said at the start, I'm a big kind of strategy and long-term thinking person. So it's really normal for me when I think of any idea, any intention, any concept to immediately question how it fits into the big picture. But if that's something that's not natural to you, I'd encourage you when you think of intentions or goals that you want to reach, always just put in that question before it kind of goes into motion of why am I doing this? Why do I want to make this thing happen? Why am I keen to develop this side of my business or my personal life? And if you can answer that by explaining to yourself how it fits into the big picture of what you want to build and what you want to create and the impact that you want to have, then amazing, carry on. But you may just feel or realize that by asking why you realize that maybe it doesn't quite fit into what you're doing or maybe you're doing it because everyone else is doing it or someone around you is doing it i've definitely been guilty of that in the past when it comes to new year's resolutions of you know i'm going to drink more water and i'm going to exercise more and eat healthier because apparently that's what you meant to do in january because that's what everyone else is doing no give yourself the time to question yourself ask why you want to do something and only set yourself goals or intentions which feel like a good fit for you because the reality is the last thing you want to be doing is spending time trying to achieve something which isn't a good fit for you because it's a lose-lose for everybody involved. So that's my big tip for kind of setting intentions. It's going to look different for everyone in terms of what you want your intentions to look like. You could split yours up into 10 different categories. You could do two categories like I do, or you could just do a big whole list by itself. But my tip here when it comes to sticking to them, which is something that I wanted to really make sure that I touched on in this podcast, because it's all good talking about what your intentions are, but it's a whole nother thing actually making them happen. I have a few tips for you. The first one you've probably heard before, but you probably need to hear it again because don't know about you, but I am an overachiever and I'll always make goals that are probably a bit too big for my own um, ability is to make them attainable. It's kind of like when you set a to-do list for the beginning of the day and you know in your head, I can't achieve all these things in a day, but you still put them all down. And then what happens is you either have to work crazy hours to get that to-do list done or you end the day feeling demotivated and like a failure and like you haven't managed to do the thing. So I'd really encourage you, even if it feels to you slightly like you're dreaming small, make them attainable, achieve it, and then you have that fuel behind you of like, okay, I did that, I've got a bit more confidence in myself, maybe I can then build this up to the next point. There are kind of goals that I have in my head that I don't share with the world in terms of my finances and my follower numbers, which are things that actually I dream pretty big, but I make small milestones to ensure that I still get that kind of endorphin of like, okay, I can do this, I achieve that, now I can dream for the bigger thing. So particularly when you're thinking about kind of New Year's intentions, be attainable, give yourself things that you are confident that you can get done. But on the other hand, obviously make sure that they're things that you're gonna have to work hard for and gonna have to put the effort into. The second thing that I'd encourage you to make sure that you really stick to these intentions and make them happen is to be kind to yourself. I've talked already about how I'm really conscious about setting intentions which are flexible and which can shift depending on the year I'm having and how things are going because we can't sit at the start of a year and, you know, tell ourselves exactly how the year is going to go and therefore what we need to achieve because of that. Sometimes life happens and you can't change it. We don't always know how things are going to turn out, we don't always know the outcome. So be kind to yourself, be flexible. If something comes up in your life that means that you have to stop reaching for that intention for a month, fine. But instead of telling yourself that you failed and never kind of approaching that intention again, just say, okay, well, I'm gonna take two weeks off from 
doing that thing. I can't do that at the moment because life's happened and I'm going to pick it back up when I feel like I can. Being kind to yourself, allowing yourself to be flexible with intentions is going to be so much better than sticking to something really rigid and the second that you fall off, just beating yourself up and never going for it again. I'd really encourage you, be kind to yourself. The third way that I'd encourage you to stick to your intentions is to see it as a goal to be doing by the end of the year, not something to be doing the whole time. A good example of this would be how last year my intention was to read a book every single week and most weeks I did not read a book. I ended the year reading 19 books, not 52. But the intention that I really was setting there was to end the year being um, being in a place where I was reading more books and enjoying reading and I did that. I didn't necessarily the whole year manage to keep up that intention but I slowly built it as the year went on so that it ended the year at the place where I wanted to be. When I'm setting these intentions for my personal life and my business, I'm not expecting myself right now to exercise twice a week or to send a card a week right away right now. I'm probably going to take a couple of weeks to get into it and I'm probably going to fail in a couple of months and I'm probably going to have to try again in a few months time. But the goal for me is to be doing these things regularly and almost unconsciously by the end of the year, not to be doing it right now. So this kind of comes into being kind to yourself and setting things that are actually attainable because everything takes time. And particularly creating something which actually becomes a habit for you does take time. So the fourth tip for really sticking to and making sure your intentions happen is to break them down. Now you can do this in whatever way you think it's gonna work best for you, whether it's every month, whether it's just as and when you feel like you need to. But for me, I do every single quarter, I make an actionable step for each of my intentions. So obviously I've got six, three for my personal and three for my business. And what I've done is I've figured out something actionable that I can focus on for the next three months, which is gonna work towards that intention. Some of the intentions that I've set are fairly broad and they don't necessarily have things within them which are actionable. For example, outsourcing and automating my business. That's quite a broad thing. It's quite hard to look at that and feel like that's something that I can tackle because it seems like a huge task, not just in terms of time, but in terms of money and in terms of actually what that looks like. So something that I do is break them down. Every single quarter at the start of the quarter, I set down six things, or obviously for this year it's six, because I've got six intentions, actionable things that I am going to do. So I'll walk you through quickly what those are for each of mine to kind of give you an example of what it looks like to do that. So for exercising twice a week, my Q1 intent actionable step for that is to ease into it. I'm going to buy some new leggings because I need some new leggings. I'm going to join my gym and I'm just going to let myself naturally start doing it when it feels good. That's my tip. That's my tip. That's my goal for the next three months for that intention. My second personal one was to send a card a week and be more thoughtful to the people around me. So my Q1 actionable step is to really reconnect with my friends, spend more time with them and figure out the people that I really want to bless and love on and connect with this year. The third personal one I set, which was to replace all my cosmetics with vegan or reduce plastic alternatives, my Q1 actionable step for that is to use up what I already have, because trust me, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of stock sitting back in my bedroom, and also to research alternatives as I use things up. So obviously that already has broken down those three things into things that I can do right away, start working on, and that actually feel attainable to me. 
In terms of my business, the actionable steps that I've set for that, the first one was obviously to outsource and automate tasks within my business. So what I've set for Q1 is to reach out to a virtual assistant and to automate my client onboarding. So I'm not giving myself the target within the first three months of this year to automate everything and outsource everything. I've thought, what's the core thing that I wanna outsource? What's the core area in which I wanna automate things? Okay, that's my focus for the first three months. After Q1, I'll probably look at another area and I'll outsource more and automate more. But that for me is how I'm making that one a reality in the first three months of this year. For the second business intention, which is to make sustainable finances and workload, my goal for that is to finish my work at a set time every single day. And that time is gonna vary depending on what my day's like and whether I've worked the afternoon, etc., etc. But every single day I wanna give myself an end time and stick to it because I don't know about you, but I can very easily work into the night and just end up A, working really unproductively because I'm tired and I'm worn out and also just do things not to their highest standard because I'm not in a good headspace. And then within that also, I'm gonna be working on cutting down my spending, both in my personal life and also in my business because as much as I'm grateful that my business is at a point where it makes me enough money, it's made me slightly subconscious in terms of my spending. So my Q1 actionable step for that is to cut it down and become a bit more conscious about how I'm using my money within my business. So then the third and final one that I've set for my third business intention, which is to establish what I'm already doing within my industry, is to launch, gather and grow probably heard me talk about it already it's the workshop retreat for female entrepreneurs that I launched at the back end of last year the tickets actually go on sale next week on the 10th of January and I am so terrified and also so excited so for me that's the q1 actionable thing that is gonna work on me being a bit more established is to launch those tickets see how they go and then work from that so that's it for today's episode I honestly feel like I've been talking for about seven hours you're also feels like a slightly self-centered episode to make but I know that I find it really interesting when other people share what they're working on in their business this year and kind of give a bit of a behind the scenes look so I hope that it's both hopefully kind of got the ball rolling for you about what your intention setting can look like within your personal life and your business this year and maybe giving you some ideas for how you can make those intentions a bit more attainable and actually make them happen within your business and your personal life within 2019. So that's it. Here's to the first episode of this year. I'm so excited for what is coming up on the podcast in 2019. I've worked my absolute butt off to get some amazing guests and get an amazing lineup of episodes and topics, which I just know are just going to be such fascinating conversations. So be excited for that. I cannot wait to see where this podcast goes this year. I just have a good feeling that it's going to be something that I'm going to love even more and is going to get even more traction and just create more conversations because, hey, that's the title of the podcast and that's what it is about. So I'll leave the links to the blog post that I talked about at the start of this episode in the show notes and also to the Gather and Grow waitlist in the show notes. As I said, tickets are live next week on January the 10th and there's a waitlist for people to be first in line. So if you are interested, head to the link in my show notes or just pop me a message on Instagram and I'll send you the link and you can get added to that waitlist so that you can be the first in line to join the retreat. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So that's it. I'll be back on Monday with some very special episodes. Yes, I said episodes, plural. So be excited for that. Hope you're having a fab 2019 and I will speak to you on Monday.